some good booking mojo. You booked uh, lots recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm in a little bit of what I would call, a, I don't want to call it a slump because that has negative connotations, but it's been a little bit. I've had, a, this has been like a, a crap ton of callbacks, but haven't quite uh, booked one in a little while. So I would say that I'm due. Uh, the fun thing about that though, and how I purposely set my life up is uh, when I book things, it always feels like extra bonus because I'm, we're running the studio here, running Laughing Vikings. I'm always doing so many stand-up shows and mm-hmm. producing my own things that um, I'm never just at the the whim or um, like I'm never beholden to the gatekeepers. Like I'm, I never ever feel like I'm sitting around thinking like, Ugh, I wish I could just work. It's like I'm always working, um, but I would love to get back on set here too. So we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that one of these days here, but we got a lot of good mojo coming out. Uh, we got some, got some big bookings, some, some hot streaks. Laughing Vikings Live. High vibe chats with actors, comedians, and creators, plus stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, and most importantly, you. That's right. Join us every Monday for new episodes, and you can be a part of the show on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch. Ask questions and interact in the comments. And make sure to share this with your actor, comedian, and creator friends so they can be a part of the show too. Can't make a live show? No problem. You can catch up on your favorite podcast platform and visit laughingvikings.com to find out how you can join the cast and crew. All right, it's time for today's show. Buckle up and make sure you stick around to the end because we have a special surprise for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Laughing Vikings Live. Happy Monday, fun day. Let's go. Whoa, man, that's like so trippy. It's like I'm approaching you to the screen. It was all a dream, 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 dream. But this isn't a dream. This is episode 111, baby. That's a good number. That's a magic number, I believe. That is. It is. Or... Uh, for those of you who follow along with our episode names, this is uh, 101 Dalmatians and then 10 more Dalmatians. If you see 111 or any sequence of ones, it could be a sign that new opportunities are on the way or that this is the start of a new beginning. Is that what you just you just looked up the meaning I of did. 111? I did Google nice. 111 meeting. Say it one more time. Uh if you see a sequence of 111 or just a sequence of ones, it could be a sign that new opportunities are on the way or that this is the start of a new beginning. Nice. I love that. Manifestation yeah. right there. Manifestation. I like I like how it said it could mean could also mean nothing, but uh, it's better to believe in something than nothing. So we're mm-hmm. going to believe in something. Welcome to these new beginnings here. Episode 111, Uh, we've been doing a series of podcasts featuring our session directors. This week we have a break from that, but next week we will be back with Deanna Shinsky, who is one of our newest remote audition session directors. Uh, She's based out of, uh, I believe, the San Francisco area in California, although right now I believe she's in L.A., 
as part of the Bijou Collective with Aaron Reed and uh, Joanna. And, and they Tessie, just made it to the semifinals Senya. of the, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's why they're still there. They um, they did their, um, it's a, what would you call it? A short film, or not a short film, a short play short festival. Play. And uh, they were voted to go on to the next round. So they got an extra performance. And I think they're doing that uh, today. That's actually why Deanna couldn't do today. Because uh-huh. she's on stage. How dare you, Deanna, skip a podcast for some stage play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon shook a fist, but uh, we just want to be clear: uh, no session directors are ever harmed in the making of any of these podcasts. <laughs> and we do not endorse actor violence as well. Unless and this is why we have the podcast remote, <laughs> right? 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 Yes, unless it's a carefully choreographed fight choreo or stunt choreo, then that's fair game. But. We're not big fans of physical violence. No. Do you know that Brandon and I have not once been in a fist fight? It's true. You've been here since episode 19. That's, uh, what is that? 81 plus 11. That's 92 episodes. Oh, wow. Really? 92 episodes. And oh, wow. Fist fight. It's going to be not 108. A... Oh, damn. 108? What do you mean? Uh, I, I'm going to have my 100th episode in eight episodes from now. Oh, right. Yeah, 100 episodes. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. So in lieu of having an interview with one of our session directors, we're going to talk about what's going on in our lives. Uh, We've all been busy with auditions, with shows, uh, stand-up shows, theater shows, and we're going to get into some of that. Um, We had a busy day here at the studio, too. Uh, Yeah, we did. um, You had an audition that Cheryl... Boye ran the session for you, mm-hmm. and one of our regulars, uh, our last season's audition hero winner, Adam Daniel Mazze, who's a regular here. Uh, he had a couple sessions with Cheryl. Then you had a session with a regular, Nick Grimes, uh, and then you had a session with me. And I also you... had two in the morning with two oh, of our right. actor audition club members, yeah, uh, Nitu Thacker and Andrew Park, who's actually yeah. in Korea right now. Ah. Uh, and he had a last minute audition to do. He emailed me last night. It was, we shot it at 10 a.m. this morning and it was close to midnight where they were. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You And um, for those of you who are watching, that's what we do. We help um, actors shoot professional auditions without tech troubles, without bugging your family and friends, without mm-hmm. all the stress of doing it on your own so that you can just focus on your performance and elevate your auditions so that you can book more roles in TV, film, and theater. So, yeah, what a day. Yeah, you had an 8. It's been a long day for you. You had an 8 a.m. with Need To. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pretty much we do these uh, on demand anytime between 8 a.m. up to around 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've occasionally gone earlier or later when needed. But uh, we are there for you. And if you want to learn more about getting help with your auditions, uh, go to laughingvikings.com slash auditions. And you can hook up with us remotely, or if you're in Toronto, you can come to our Toronto studio. And uh, more studios uh, coming in cities near you, so stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, busy day. That's great. You you had a little bit of both, um, Zoom and in person here. Well, you also had an audition today. How how are you feeling about that? Oh, you had a couple great. auditions, uh, commercial and a, and a movie. 
Yeah, we did a I did a commercial, uh, and then we had a feature film, which was a really cool role in an upcoming film, actually mm -hmm. a remake of an old film, uh, without uh, spoiling it here. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was great. I was really happy with it. Uh, there were short scenes, so um, I can't say that it took hours and 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 hours, and hours of prep. Um, but I felt that I had a game plan going in. I felt like I had made some choices, knew my relationship, knew what I was fighting for, mm -hmm. um, and found some interesting things to do in there. So yes, it was great. Thank you for your help. Um, yeah, it's good to be. Uh, it's good to be in the stewed. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm like the guy. You know how on like um, on like a hair commercial, it's like I'm not only am I the president, I'm also a customer. <laughs> <laughs> not only do I run Laughing Vikings and Actors Audition Club, I'm also an actor. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was great, great vibes today in the studio. Um, thank you for all your help uh, with yours. And fun fact: the session that you had, and the session that I had, and the session that Nick Grimes had were all for the same feature film. Uh, so, and we've had a few other people come in for that. So fingers crossed, we might be casting half of that, uh, feature film straight out of this studio here, the studio that you're sitting in right now. There's good mojo in that room. Yeah. Oh, oh, this room is magical. I love this room. It's like your happy place. I know. It is. It really is my happy place. I walk into this room and I just smile because I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah, it's good. You got everything you need in there. Good tech setup, the backdrops, the cameras, all the extra little gear, all the extra mm -hmm. little props and things that we occasionally might use for a uh, for an audition. It's a good zone. It's good good home field advantage. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because like I haven't really had an audition in the last little while, and it's it's nice to it's nice when you get them, but it it really does reinforce the idea that you need to continuously work at your craft so that when you do get it, you're giving your A game, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's something that uh, I did today that I had slipped out of the habit of is um, a voice and speech workout and warm up. Mm. So uh, one of the brilliant things about uh, either being in the conservatory or the Saturday workshop with Tom Totteroff is they give you uh, access to a whole online database of all the lessons and coaching. And one of those sections is the voice and speech. Uh, so myself and Patrick Mulryan, who's a fantastic actor and coach and director, voice and speech coach. Uh, he's worked a ton on Broadway in um, in New York City. Mm -hmm. And uh, so early this morning, I had a nice voice and speech workout. And I've been doing more of that. I fell out of it after um, after conservat conservatory is such an intense experience and you're so immersed that for me, there needed to be, or I don't know if there needed to be, but how it played out is I kind of uh, unplugged from, from training and, and all those lessons to kind of decompress and and get back to quote unquote real life and, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but now I've been really missing it. So I'm plugging myself back into two things to doing regular voice and speech workouts, uh, not only on days where I'm doing auditions, but actually just any day. So I'm feeling actorly and, and really what that comes down to is also just working your equipment. We are, we are the instrument. And I used to take that for granted, like before Tom's class and before conservatory, I never did a voice and speech and, and it would almost be silly. A couple of times I was exposed to all these roll downs and actors making all these weird noises and weird sighs and yawns. And I was like, what are these crazy people doing uh, until I did them? And then realizing that I feel way more connected to my body, feel more connected to my voice and my breath uh, and your voice and your breath is your connection to your emotions as well. Mm -hmm. So 
when all those things are firing on on all cylinders, I would I just always feel um, that whether it's an audition or an actual performance, I always feel way more relaxed, way more comfortable. Uh, I feel like my voice is stronger and more accessible to my whole range. And and just I guess the word is more alive, I think, is the word. And sometimes when you don't do those warm ups, you might not notice it per se. But if you do if you do, if you do a workout voice and speech workout, you'll recognize the before and after of like, oh, I was tense. I was tight. My voice was tight. I wasn't I wasn't physically present or, or sometimes even mentally present. Uh, where you're just kind of going through the motions or you're just going through your your regular day and all the stresses and and things of a regular day and then quickly you jump into a, an audition or a performance but there should be some warm-up and some prep to that and and i know that from conservatory and from classes i always feel way better having done one and that's something that um i had slipped out of that habit and the other habit is um is uh working my six monologues so i've got monologues that i'm pulling out every night and I'm just I'm ranting, raving around the studio here like a madman late at night, um, nice. doing a couple Shakespeare, doing um, a couple of the other monologues that we were working on so that I have my six. Um, Tom always recommends have uh, one to two Chekhov, a couple Shakespeare, maybe one with an accent, maybe one that's a little more physical, um, uh, one that you would maybe call a, a broader comedy or physical comedy. Um, and a couple others, uh, maybe one that you self wrote if you're a writer as well, so that you've always got six things um, that you can like. That's your elevator pitch if you're ever in a in an elevator and some big wigs there. Oh, you're an actor. What do you work on? You could just pull that out of the, pull pull that out of your back pocket, but more so just to be working the instrument of your uh, your body because um, there's musculature and even even today doing like the tongue the silly tongue workouts where it's just like up down uh, uh i was i'm doing them and then i'm like i'm like oh shit my tongue is tired right now i got a i got a weak ass tongue right now i got to get back to these tongue boot camps here uh and even just like all this stuff and loose loosening getting in here loosening up your jaws just this stuff and and a little bit of like um some there's a, a whole other realm of what's called tapping where it's you're, you're tapping along certain points in your body and certain meridian lines to mm -hmm. activate your chi and your energy. But if you do that, like just slaps up and down your legs, up and down your arms, a little bit on your face, all of a sudden you feel invigorated and alive where um, day to day we might, you might be dragging a little bit. And then if you take that drag into an audition, you just might not be fully vibrant and alive as, as you would be if you did a full workout. So that's my, um, that's my rant on workouts and keeping it regular. Yeah. And I think I really got away from that stuff too. So I got to get back on track. Yeah. The no thing problem. I've noticed, especially doing five shows a week now is my breath, my, and my breath work, especially, and making sure that it goes and it travels all the way down to my diaphragm before coming back up right. because it doesn't have as much power if it's just sitting right here. Right. And I'm right. just tearing up my vocal cords. Right. Um, so yeah. I, what I actually did is I ordered uh, the Kristen Linklater book, uh, nice. "Freeing the Natural Voice," and I'm gonna I'm gonna be working through that book for the next little while. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, and you know, Lars, like I like to do thirty to to sixty days of like some sort of thing that I do every single day, either it be right. something physical or like 
something acting related or or whatever it is like the last last little while it's been walks going on walks making sure that i'm i'm getting out there and either seeing things or also just like traveling to from my house to the studio so that i again i'm getting out there i'm actually doing something i'm i'm doing something physical and and burning calories or whatever right. it is um and so my next project is going to be going through the christian linklater book and really understanding and taking things down and and really making sure that I understand what I can do so that I can get to eight shows a week. That is something right. I have wanted to do for years and years and years. And doing five shows has shown me how much more work I need to do to get there. And right. it's, it's vitally important. And voice now more than ever has become such an important part of my process and like, so yeah, I'm always constantly doing just either like little things like pa 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 ba 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 like just just getting the resonators in there right. and and yeah. So now I want to deconstruct everything and build everything back up. Right, and it does yeah. make a it makes a huge difference. And again, I'll speak to anyone um, anyone who's a stand up comic. Sometimes these actorly exercises seem silly, uh, mm -hmm. but I can speak. It's a huge difference and. Your body is your instrument. Your voice is your instrument. Um, you'll perform better with warm up, with proper vocal warm ups and proper vocal technique and breath work. Feel more relaxed. It's partly a, it's kind of like it's very meditative as well because often the beginning of those workouts are are deep inhales and deep exhales or yawns or you'll do floor work where you're lying on the floor on your back. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, sometimes just even standing up just with your feet flat on the ground just to ground yourself and connect is is a huge deal. Oh, yeah. Um, so the One thing I've always loved is stepping the threshold where you imagine a line in front of you and you step over it. And beyond that threshold is the is the is the goal that you're always working towards that image that you always have in your head of the final destination or and like that always changes. But like having that thing and stepping into that place and like, cause I, I think I brought this up quote before you're welcome in rooms that you're already in and like go into that threshold place, go into that dream scenario because you want to be there. So put yourself there. Right. Right. Yeah. In, in clown class in conservatory, Chris, our instructor, uh, Chris Tremantana talked about that as he would talk about it as, a slightly elevated and slightly forward energy of you're, you're lifted and you're forward, but that expectation, like that moment before, every time you enter a room or when you enter a new conversation or a new scenario, just having that, that present leading, uplifting feeling where you're, where you're not attacking it, but you're, you're, um, you're very present and, um forward moving into these situations mm -hmm. helps with that moment before when you're just when you're just breaking the the curtain walking out on stage having that moment of a nice deep breath head up shoulders back chest up you know all that like just good good strong power power pose postures mm -hmm. yeah uh so speaking of voice and speech work uh, we always highly recommend it. Um, check out a class with Tom Todorov's uh, the weekly Saturday workshop. They've got world-renowned voice and speech teachers, um, and part of it is about an hour where they run you through a full breathwork and full um, 
voice and speech warm up. And so you go through uh, uh, speech and diction and, and all the articulators in your mouth and, and head and lips and tongue, uh, all your resonators. So working with your chest voice, uh, working in with your, your mouth and your hard palate, working with your head voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's huge. Just, just those alone, I find, makes the Saturday workshops uh, worth it. And then on top of that, you get text analysis and scene study with Tom. So um, those are amazing. So yeah, yeah check out, uh, you can go check out TomTotteroff.com. Uh, what else can we talk about here? Um, we have the uh, last, sad to say it and hard to believe actually, we have the last Comedy Alley show of the season this Saturday, October 29th. Now, hopefully you're listening to this before the 29th. If you're listening to it after, you either had the best time ever with us or you missed out and you're going to have to wait till next year. Mm. Uh, but we got a ha-ha-ha Halloween. Ha-ha Halloween. Is that it? Ha-ha Halloween. Ha-ha Halloween. Ha-ha Halloween. Ha-ha Halloween. Ha-ha Halloween in Comedy Alley. Uh, this weekend, I'll be hosting... Uh, we've got Nitish Sakuja books. You've seen him at Just for Laughs and at Melbourne Comedy Festival, and you heard him on Sirius XM. We've got Cassie Cow, uh, who you've seen on Canada Roast Battles. And we've also got Zabrina Douglas, who runs a show called What Black Girls Say. And she's also a regular at the Nubian show that Ken, Kenny Robinson runs at Yuck Yucks. So we've got a stacked lineup. Little Birdie says we might have a couple other special guests that drop by. Um, so it's going to be great. Uh, both Cassie and Natish are regulars here in the studio as well, where we're working on them, uh, on, on their auditions. Mm-hmm. So it's always great to have them in the lineup. There's going to be prizes and giveaways for costumes. And we're going to roll that it from a Halloween show into a Halloween party. Uh, so we might go to the wee hours of the night, either here at the studio, or we'll find a little local establishment to pour out into the streets, uh, and then into, but, uh, mm-hmm. we got a nice bash and we got, Nice weather coming up, too. I think it's supposed to be uh, decent and sunny on Saturday. So we will not be rained out to finish the year. And so if you're one of these people all season long who've been saying, oh, I got to check out a show. I got to check out a show. I got to check out a show. This is it. This is your chance. This is the last one. And there's already some tickets sold. It will sell out. Uh, We'll do our best to to cram it in there so that it's standing room only. But go to laughingvikings.com slash comedy alley. Grab your tickets to ha ha Halloween and comedy alley. Comedy, Yay! and then what we're gonna do? People are like, "What happens in the, then? Then what? No more shows? No, we'll switch to. We'll I'll produce some indoor shows throughout the uh, winter. Give myself a little break from producing uh, weekly shows every single week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll book myself for a lot of shows. Uh, just this past week, I opened for Bob Rubin over at the Royal Comedy Theater on Bloor here in Toronto. Uh, we had a couple great shows Friday and Saturday. Saturday especially was a packed house. Nice. Uh, it was great. Uh, it's a great little venue. They got a, a really cool, nice back room, uh, which is perfect for comedy. You won't usually want like the bar area to be separate and then a back room so that every time someone comes through the front door, they're not interrupting the actual show. Mm-hmm. And if people want to just be at the bar and chat it up, then they can stay at the bar. But the the show is kind of its own sacred bubble space uh so kudos to the royal comedy theater um and actually bob i believe bob's coming on uh, halloween as well so Ooh. he's not officially on the bill but it looks like uh, natish sakuja cassie cow uh zabrina douglas and some special guests including potentially uh bob rubin as long as um uh everything 
checks out with his schedule, which apparently he said he was going to be here. So we shall see. So once more, go to laughingvikings.com slash comedy alley. We'd love to see you. Um, yeah. And don't show up without a costume. If you're one of those people who comes to a Halloween party without a costume, uh, we're going to have to give you one. Um, all so right. you want to get into some client shout outs from yeah, Comedy Alley? Got, for those of you who haven't been to Comedy Alley and you're wondering what all the hubbubaloo is all about, uh, we got a couple reviews. Uh, first one here is from Vivek Basu. Uh, I believe Vivek's been to two shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was the winner of Die of Joy, uh, which got him back to the last show that he came to. And uh, Vivek says, absolutely, absolutely hilarious. I've attended twice now and I've been laughing the entire time. The host is amazing. Oh, thank you, Vivek. Uh, And all the guest performers are hilarious as well. The alley is very quaint and unique and you would have never realized it was there unless you were looking for it. And even if you were looking for it, you might never find it again. So thank you, Vivek. Uh, That was a great show this past Saturday that you caught. And uh, congrats on winning those free tickets by playing Die of Joy. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we got another one here recently came in from Michelle Perry, who I believe was also here on the weekend. Mm -hmm. She's such a great night out in such a cool space. Absolutely worth the visit. It's like the old hide house. It's worth the drive to Acton. It's worth the drive to the alley or the walk up the stairs. And Vivek's right. You walk by. People see the sign out front, but you have no idea what the space is like and how cool the space is until you're actually in it. And I always get the sense that even when people are in it, they're like, where am I? What is this place? And when they leave, they're like, did I just dream that whole thing? Where was I last night? Let <laughs> right? me see a picture. And then they're like, oh, that was real. Was that real last night? Uh, yeah. So it's. Um, sad that we're coming to the end of the season. I'm sure I'm going to miss it, especially on nice nights. We'll end up, I'm sure in November, we'll end up having a couple nice nights and I'll be like, ah, fuck, we could have had a show in on November 30th. Um, but it'll also give us a break and, and, uh, I'm looking forward to being able to be somewhere else on a Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Never thought I would spend so many weekends in an alley and it not be my horrific rock bottom in life. Um, but it's a lot of time commitment, uh, for both of us here. You, you've been to most of the, um, most of the shows too. So it's good. It's good to mix it up. So I'm not, mm-hmm. uh, I'll miss it, but I also welcome new opportunities on Fridays and Saturdays. And if you're watching this and you're one of my comedic, uh, friends or comedy producers, if you're looking for a host or headliner, or if you've just got spots in your, in your shows coming up, I am available now that I'm not, uh, tied down to the old ball and alley chain here every Friday and Saturday. Uh, so if I've been booked for one of your shows in the past, I'm available. So book me, uh, book me up. Also any corporate gigs uh, that are coming up. This is corporate season. So I'd be happy to be a part of your work group or maybe you got a bachelorette party or birthday party coming up. I am available. Book him now, everybody. Joe Lars Larson is going to be booked up very quickly. Yeah, the best way to do that, uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, is uh, you can DM me at Laughing Vikings on any platform, or you can send an email to lol at laughingvikings.com. And we can customize those shows, too. So if you want a half-hour show, you want an hour-and-a-half show, uh, you want one comic, two comic, three comic, four comic, um, red comic, blue comic, Whatever you need, we can pretty much customize that. I've worked with enough professionals in the Toronto area that if even if a company were to say, like, 
oh, we want someone who specializes in um, it's it's doctors and nurses and medical professionals. So we want maybe some material around that or it's a group of accountants or it's a group of school teachers. Uh, pretty much between my Rolodex of comics and, and my, my own experience, we can custom design some material and custom design a show. So we match the comedians, to the vibe of your audience. Uh, so reach out for us for the private show and pricing. If you're wondering that um, it's going to depend on the size of the group and the venue and if there's travel involved and how long uh, you want the show to be and how many comedians you want to be there. So that's really a customized thing. So I can't give you a price until you reach out with the details of your event and then we'll figure something out to make it work for you. Awesome. All right. What else? What else we got to cover here? Um, have you told the people about Audition Hero? Uh, today? Have we have we done it today? Mm, no, we haven't done it. I don't today. believe we have. Um, also, as always, uh, we'll have another live one coming up. Uh, but until that's scheduled, if you missed it, you can get in instant access to our last Audition Hero workshop uh, where you can learn how one actor went from stressful DIY self-tapes to booking a role in a Hollywood blockbuster and then two series lead in, in two... Um, two network series after that, all in the span of about 12 months. Uh, and we did a fantastic three-part live workshop series that uh, you can access 100% free. So you go to laughingvikings.com slash audition hero, and you can elevate your auditions, uh, your audition systems and processes and preparation, uh, a lot on your audition mindset as well. Uh, and you can register for that and get access to those training days at laughingvikings.com slash audition hero. Uh, and also, we'll, um, as we announce the next live workshop, we'll also be opening the doors back up to our enrollment to Actors Audition Club. Uh, we've got a bunch of people on the waiting list already. But if you haven't joined the waiting list, uh, you can go to laughingvikings.com slash join. And what that'll do is that'll get you on the priority notification list. So as soon as we do open it up to the public, You'll actually get notified first being on that waiting list. So you'll get first crack at enrolling and joining our membership program through Actors Audition Club, uh, where we help actors shoot professional auditions without stress, tech troubles, bugging family or friends, so that you can just focus on your craft, elevate your performance, and book more roles in TV and film. So join that wait list. Go to laughingvikings.com slash join. Wow. Yeah, it's exciting. We're, and we're coming down to the wire. So... Uh, this year, this is um, we only got uh, two months left in 2022. So now is the time to be looking forward to 2023 and starting to set yourself up with training and growth and putting systems and processes in your in your um, in your life, looking at your goals and, and your your future upcoming year. And part of that may be overhauling your audition systems and processes uh, by joining Actors Audition Club and by taking our workshop Audition Hero. Uh, it's a great time to be taking stock of all that. Uh, we have a few weeks where the business slows down a little bit at the end of December and the first week or two of January. Mm -hmm. So it's a great time to get your, your internal house organized, uh, to get your habits um, uh, crystallized and, and really look forward with a plan into 2023. So uh, if we can help with that by um, helping you get enrolled into Actors Audition Club, we'd love to do that and love to have you on board. Because uh, we got a good bunch, we got a good bunch here. We got some uh, some good booking mojo. You booked uh, lots recently. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm in a little bit of what I would call a, I don't want to call it a slump because that has negative connotations, but it's been a little bit. I've had a this has been like a, a crap ton of callbacks, but haven't quite 
uh, booked one in a little while. So I would say that I'm due. Uh, the fun thing about that, though, and how I purposely set my life up is uh, when I book things, it always feels like extra bonus because I'm we're running the studio here, running Laughing Vikings. I'm always doing so many stand up shows and mm-hmm. producing my own things that um, I'm never just at the the whim or um, like I'm never beholden to the gatekeepers. Like I'm, I never, ever feel like I'm sitting around thinking like, uh, I wish I could just work. It's like, I'm always working. Um, but I would love to get back on set here too. So we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that one of these days here, but we got a lot of good mojo coming out. Uh, we've got some, we've had some big bookings and some, some hot streaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can tell by looking at those uh, reviews on Google, a lot of those reviews on Google are comedy alley but most of them are actors who have come through Actors Audition Club and they're giving feedback on on that process and how we've helped them increase and, and elevate their performances in their auditions. And it's working. We get a lot of um, a lot of agent referrals too, where agents who have worked with actors who have worked with us are telling their new actors or other people who maybe have a, a not so professional setup at home, uh, they're telling them, Go see Laughing Vikings. Go check out Actors Audition Club. So mm-hmm. if that is you, then uh, come check us out. Out, 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 out. Come on down to Laughing Vikings. Yes, 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 yes. What else? Anything else we want to cover today? We're going to keep one. Uh, we're going to keep this fairly short today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back next week with Deanna Shinsky out of the San Fran Valley area. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our newest session directors. Um, you got a show that you're still uh, running. Do you want to give that a little plug? Yeah, I'm going to be Prince Charming in Cinderella. We're going to be going all the way to December 18th. Uh, I'm doing most of those shows. Um, I believe I'm only not doing about eight. Then that's because of either previous commitments or also uh, to give my understudy a chance. Uh, Ryan Davey, shout out to Ryan Davey, who has been a great understudy. Um and a great front of house manager as well for the TYT theater. Um, and, and the whole team, oh my God, the Cinderella team has been absolutely fantastic. And like, everyone's just so supportive. Like this weekend we had someone go down very last minute with COVID um, and she couldn't do the performances. So the swing stepped in, didn't really know much, like knew the track, but hadn't actually done it physically and, my God, she stepped up amazingly. Um, Talfrin, who uh, plays uh, Bruno, he also plays the fairy godmother. Um, and he also plays uh, Baron Hardup, who's Cinderella's father. Uh, he also was sick, um, but did the show's mast. It wasn't COVID. Um, and he also gave everything he had. And it was it was a fantastic weekend for Cinderella. Nice. Like, everyone is giving 110% and I'm, I'm absolutely adoring this team. Absolutely loving working for this company. And I I can't wait to, for Friday to get started again. Sounds like a real Cinderella story. It kind of is. Yeah. And the show, the show must go on. That's one of the things that um, non-actor people or people not involved with productions like that maybe take for granted is that, yeah, what you spend months and months rehearsing and you put this up and just these certain days for these certain shows, you've got audience who have bought tickets and then somebody goes down with 
a car accident or with COVID or with cold and flu or they sprain an ankle or whatever happens, mm-hmm. the show has to still go on. Um, in most cases, on rare, rare occasions, does something have to be rescheduled and the tickets are refunded or um, honored for, for a different show. But pretty much it's, it's um, what do you call it, the understudy stepping up or production just figuring it out. How can we adjust things and plow through? Yeah. Yeah, that's like one of my, one of my like, I don't want to say nightmares, but that's in the back of your head. You're always just like, what if I didn't get there? Or like a car breaks down. That's why when I'm doing out of town shows, I like to leave with plenty of time. Like I'd rather get to the town and get to the venue an hour or two before so I can mm-hmm. just do it and chill then be driving there looking at the clock. Are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? And then yeah. traffic or there's an accident or construction. And all of a sudden you're, you're stressing out and getting all nervous. Like, Oh fuck, are we going to make it? Is the client going to be mad at us? Is the like, whatever happens. So um, always be early. A-B-E. Always. <laughs> always be early. Yeah. It's like that old one of um, in the corporate world, one of my managers used to always say, she would say, um, uh if you're if you're early you're on time it was basically on, early is on time on time is late and if you're late don't come like the door would be locked and this was this was for like weekly big weekly sales meetings or or managerial meeting and it, so if it was if the, and it's much the same with call times in in acting it's like mm-hmm. call times they they call told time. us the same thing when i went to uh windsor yeah. I mean, if your call yeah. time is 8 a.m., you should be there 745. Right? Like, so that by 8, you're not only by 8, are you ready to rock? But before 8, if people see you, then there's there's you're not giving any stress to anyone else, to uh, to an AD or to a production coordinator wondering like, oh, is he going to sh- it's 759? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then, oh, there you are at 8. Show up early. Yeah. Um, super early even so that so that people are like wow look at this guy he's earlier than everyone it's nice just to sink into it and relax and you can grab a coffee you can say hello to people see if uh, they need some help with something maybe there's mm-hmm. some extra help with an unload or or um, with some kind of setup or something um, although sometimes in the union world you're not allowed to do that because everyone's got to do their own job and you're not allowed to help sometimes but mm-hmm. um, still being early be early and you're great you're great with that too one of the things i really appreciate about you brandon is when your sessions are booked it's a rare rare case that you're not here i don't know 10 15 20 minutes early so that you get to this get to the room you get set up mm-hmm. but more so so that the actor is never waiting for you and then there's never an opportunity for them to start stressing and and catastrophizing like oh shit, is he here is he not here are we gonna be able to do this did he forget and then all of a sudden they're thinking this opportunity of a lifetime is going to slip through their fingers because someone on our end didn't show up. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, things occasionally happen. And, and that's the other thing is on the less than one hand times where uh, timing has been close. You've always been great with your communication and letting the actor know, letting me know. And most times, even when you think you're going to be late, you end up being on time or early anyways. Yeah. Where, oh, the subway's down. I don't know if I might get there a couple minutes late and then you, you end up still being 10 minutes early. Yeah. Um, but that's because I think you're, you're, you're like that. You're an on time person. So I appreciate that. And there's on time people and then there's late people. There's people who pride themselves on being on time. And then there's people who are just like 
they run on their own clock and it's just they kind of show up when they show up, which was which is frustrating when you're an on time person, especially mm -hmm. when it's something professional like this, where someone's booked the studio for a certain time. So uh, all that to say, I appreciate you. And I'm sure our clients appreciate you for being on time. And that just, again, removes stress from things. And um, we've all been there too. But like, if you've ever, if you've ever asked a family member or a friend or like another actor friend to help you with a tape, um, if there's not a energy exchange of some money back and forth, um, just all of a sudden the person doesn't show or they're running behind because they got their own things and they don't feel like obligated to you. But when you've professionally hired and you're paying someone to help you, you show up, they show up. Um, same with like a gym, right? Mm -hmm. part, part of the reason you invest in a trainer or you invest in a membership is, okay, now I'm paying for this. Now I'm going to show up uh, and I'm going to be there. So, yes. Uh, what else? Is that it? Is that all I we got today? I think that might be it, but are you ready to play Ooh, yeah. the business game? So, um, uh, one of the programs, um, I guess my, my business coach here um, is James Wedmore, and he's got this, uh, his signature uh, business coaching program is called Business by Design. And uh, when you get enrolled with that program, uh, which I did, I've been a member now for a couple years, it's amazing. He's amazing. I love him. Um, and he's got this little deck of cards here. Uh, and they're, I guess, the aff affirmations and reminders on uh, on a myriad of subjects, mainly business, but I think it, it applies to the business of acting and it, and it applies to all of our life. So Brandon and I have randomly selected uh, ours. You want to go first? Sure. All right. Hold it up. <clears throat> Let's see it. Entre oh. Closer. Closer. Nice. Got it. Entrepreneurship is an inside job. Successful entrepreneurs see opportunities when others see problems, lessons when others see failures, blessings when others see curses. Entrepreneurs get to. They don't have to. Entrepreneurs don't ask, why me? They ask, why not? Master you. Master your business. Boom. And you can substitute the word actor for entrepreneur in that um, mm -hmm. because, I mean, really, actors are entrepreneurs. You're your own business. You're your own company. Um, you're the CEO of your own acting life. Yep. Um, yeah, I love what, what he said. What was the thing? It was, it was in the middle there about um, you don't have to, you get to. Yep. Entrepreneurs like, oh, get I, to. They don't I have to. Need to. Oh, I gotta go to rehearsal. No, you get to go to rehearsal mm -hmm. because you're an actor, because you booked the job, because you're part of the production team, um, and that 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 one alone in your life. If you switch all of your, I just the language um, is is instead of I have to or I need to, it's I get to do this. Comes from a more um, place of gratitude. Uh, and also a recognition of the fact that you get to do this also means you're alive. Never mm -hmm. mind being an actor or being in a production or having a business. Getting to do it means you woke up today and every single day, hundreds of thousands or maybe millions of people don't wake up. So count your blessings when it comes to that. What else um, sticks out from that one for you? Um, the master you, master your business. Um, that's that's been something I've been really focusing on for for 2022 is focusing on how I do things and how I like things done. 
So, cause like uh, Tom is always saying to be an actor, you have to be a professional human being. And there's a lot of times where I've felt that I have trained and trained and trained, but I haven't lived and I need to go out there and live and experience things and understand things so that I have more information and more ideas flowing about. And so right. I, I am working on that. I am working on getting out more and, and doing different things, either things that scare me or things that I'm not super comfortable doing, uh, but, you know, safely and still, and still doing that and still working towards being a more well-rounded human being so that I am able to find and delve into different, different characters that I wouldn't normally have been. And, and that, that has also come about this year as well, where I'm starting to view myself as a different performer. I'm starting to view myself more as a lead rather than someone that's the best friend and support and like always there when you need them. And I can't, I can do those roles. I do those roles very well, but I'm also realizing that I can step in and do other things. And the more I focus on that, the better I'm going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a higher future self that you're, you're acting from and, and acting towards like, uh, and often what James says is, is um, act from that higher self, future self, future paced identity rather than acting from a spot of what you are now. Like imagine at top level, the lifestyle you want to live, the career you want to have, booking lead roles and features, booking lead roles in series, uh, having a team of people, um, having disciplined um, workouts and uh, training and, and voice and speech classes and other classes that, that when you picture yourself at that level, you you act and carry yourself differently and, and your, your whole life changes uh, mm -hmm. rather than often what people do is they only act from who they are today or worse, they act from old habits and old stories and limiting beliefs and things that happened to them in the past. And they let all those shitty things dictate their future rather than growing into their, their future self person. Um, love it. Love James. Uh, all right. Ready for mine here? Yep. Let me see it. I like this one here. Uh, Ooh, little astronaut man. That it says everything is effing possible. Uh, yeah, that's a man on the moon, and he's planted a happy face uh, flag on the moon. It says there are no set limitations on what you can or can't have in life. The reality is, it isn't whether you can or can't do something. Um, sorry, I think there's a typo. The reality is whether you can or can't do something is entirely up to you. It isn't a matter of obstacles that life is throwing in front of you. The fact of the matter is the obstacle in your way is your decision to choose to see things as an obstacle. Mm -hmm. Ooh, let's take that one again. The fact of the matter is the obstacle in your way is your decision to choose things, to choose to see things as an obstacle. Um, and then he says, the sooner you realize this, the sooner everything you've ever wanted will fall into place. A um, couple things that I love about that is um, just it's very a lot of what James talks about is is mindset first. Um, 
It's like if your mind's fucked up, but you can learn, you can take all the best coaching and learn all the best strategies and tactics and tricks and tools. But if up here is not straight, then it's um, James likes to use the term. It's whipped cream on garbage. There's <laughs> there's if your head's full of garbage and you go learn new yeah. things. That uh, those new things just end up being whipped cream on top of the garbage that's already in your head. Um, but the I like the idea of of uh, he talks about obstacles and it's do you see them as an obstacle? And you've often heard, is it an obstacle or is it a stepping stone? And uh, one of the things that James always talks about as well is he'll say, um, how does he put it? Um, uh, There's no such thing as a loss. Um or, or even win, win or loss. It's you either you you get a result, and mm-hmm. that result uh, is either up to the expectation that you wanted, or it isn't. And if it isn't, what you need to look for is the lesson. So he talks as he often says, it's not win or lose. It's win or the lesson, and the degree to which you learn the lesson from those quote unquote failures is the degree to which you'll get to the winning circle eventually and get the results that you want. So he sees everything as um, never like if something bad happens in his life, it's what did I, what do I need to learn about that? What didn't I learn in the past that led to that situation? Mm -hmm. And then now that that situation has occurred, what is it about that situation that I need to learn to make sure that I don't repeat this in the future. And it's just, I think that's just a great framework because you can never, then no matter what happens to you, it's, it's kind of a good thing. And um, he also talks about um, the belief and the, the overwhelming belief that the universe is there for you. It's doing things for you and supporting you. And that there's a, a certain divinity in, in the universe for for being there for you and giving you what you need rather than being against you or things are happening to me. It's like, no, things aren't happening to me. Things are happening for me so I can get the results I want, or I can learn the lesson that I need to learn to then pass that stage and get to the next level. So shout out to James Wedmore, um, highly recommending, uh, highly recommend following James Wedmore. He's got a, he's the host of a podcast called mind your business podcast which whether you're an actual business owner or not, and certainly if you're an actor, whether you formally have it registered as a business or not, you are your own business. So mm-hmm. a lot of what um, James talks about in that um, podcast is amazing for you. Um, and highly recommend his business program. I would go as far as to say if anyone is looking to get into business or anyone who's considering like going back to school or taking a business course at a college or university or, or going to... Um, uh, going to a, like a formal business school, I would say if unless it's a brick and mortar business, uh, if any aspect of that business is going to be digital, meaning online, online coaching, online teaching, online courses, um, online authoring, being an influencer, uh, I would scrap your plans for paying tuition to a university and just enroll in business by design. Uh, the program's incredible. It deals with absolutely everything, both mindset and the tactical on on how to set the businesses up and how to run your business and how to build a team and, and how to master your messaging and do all that stuff. So he's incredible. Shout out to James. Uh, I actually hope to meet him sometime. He lives in Sedona and I already feel like, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you've list, just listened to someone so much uh, on a podcast or you read their books and it's like, you feel like you know them. I never met the guy in, in person, but he, he kind of feels like, 
he's younger than me, but for some reason he feels like an older brother because he's a little bit more of a mentor. Um, but yeah, I hope to meet James someday and, and thank him for everything that he's done. Because a lot of a lot of the growth that we've had here at Laughing Vikings and Actors Audition Club has been because of things that I've learned through Business by Design. A ton of my own personal growth uh, has come through James. I actually feel that like I, I often think this is we live in a crazy lucky world right now with with the internet and with things like podcasts and access to all this information. If you curate that properly and find the right mentors. It's like between, for me, it's Tom Totteroff uh, for acting, James Wedmore for business and mindset, uh, another guy, Mel Abraham uh, for wealth and finance, and Brendan Burchard uh, for personal growth, and Lewis Howes for personal growth. Those are like five people, which I would count, like if I count them as my coaches and mentors, it's like, it's fucking, I never would have met any of those people um, the chance or the chances of me meeting those people in real life uh, and becoming uh, like a student of theirs pre-internet would have been like basically impossible. But now all of us have access to these brilliant minds where you can literally have these world class coaches in your back pocket. So it doesn't matter where you came from. You can come from super fucked up family where you had no role models, no teachers, no mentors. Maybe you went to a shitty school and same thing. It was your, your school life wasn't there for you. But if you can escape those enough to carve out some time to find some mentors, whether they're authors or podcasters or online coaches, just we live in a golden era of that. So highly, highly recommend. And I know you have a bunch too. You, you've you um, Bo, Bo Eason is another one that I would count in, in that outer circle. But mm-hmm. my, my inner circle, if I count if I'm like, who are my coaches right now? It's James for business. Tom for acting, Mel for finance, uh, and Brendan for all things personal growth. And then there's a whole second layer of another five or six regular podcasts and mm-hmm. coaches that I that I that I tap into quite a bit. So there's no excuse. This is what it is. You can learn mm-hmm. everything. You can become anything you want. And like James says, there are no limitations on what you can or can't have in life. The only thing that limits you is this stupid thing with all these dumb ideas <laughs> also one of your biggest assets as well <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it's a curse and a blessing to have our big fat human brains mm-hmm. yeah. um right. i think that's sure. gonna be it for 111 that is it smash the subscribe share this out if you're watching this on facebook or youtube live share it to your feed share this with other actors and other artists creative friends uh, be the friend in your circle who is sharing positivity and who is sharing growth-minded uh, messages to your friends. Uh, rather than it's easy to be the cynic or it's easy to be um, the the misery loves company person where you just, your friends get around and they're moaning and groaning about the business and this and that and how tough it is. And that doesn't really help. It's It's, yeah, do that for a few minutes, but then be the person who breaks out of it and is like, okay, yeah, now what? You know, mm-hmm. sit here and lament all day long, or are we going to figure out how we can be proactive, how we can move forward, how we can grow, how we can find the positive in what might be perceived as a shitty situation? Exactly. All, all right. right. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. See you next week for 112 and Deanna Shinsky.